Good morning, my Shimi eaters, and welcome to Shimitris's um, inaugural podcast. <laughs> We're going to talk about me, talk about some sex, and who knows, you might just learn something new. And those that follow me, you already know who I am, but if you don't, hi, I'm Sophia Presley, the six foot four BBW society taught you to love when no one else is looking. But let's dive in. This is my first podcast. I'm kind of nervous, but I'm really excited. You guys finally get content from my big ass that isn't, you know, me just jiggling my ass or fucking. Let's actually get the root of the all questions, the questions that I get the most. Let's get those out of the way, okay? (laughs) One of the most often questions that I get on my DMs, my messages, whether I'm on Grinder, Tinder, Bumble, what have you. <laughs> I'm always asked, how did I get my start? And it's it's really simple. It's not anything crazy. And some people that have followed me from the beginning know how I got my start. And some people say it's the first scene I ever did. But for me, my first experience in front of the camera was canning. I had a Chatterbait account and I was, you know, just jiggling my ass, doing what viewers wanted. I was pretty much one of the only BBW girls that were so big and, you know, just just me. Like nobody looked like me. Nobody could say, oh yeah, there's another person that's six foot four, tall as fuck, beautiful soft face, soft skin, you know, and just all this beautiful natural hair. I really, you couldn't find anybody else like me. And in, you know, my personal opinion, I look through stuff all the time to see if I can find someone that looks like me so I could relate to them. But nope, still just to me. And I did it for probably a couple months and I got a little bit popular. And then as some of you know, a very well-renowned male model (laughs) we we uh we worked together and that was my start I got fucked by a big tall white bald dude on camera a lot of girls get their start from him and I don't want to give too much energy into him due to creative differences and ethics not matching but um, that was my first. And then I got picked up by Groovy Productions. Uh, you know, Stephen Groovy on Twitter. Yay, yay. Shout out to him. They liked me. They liked my look. They liked that I pulled things together and that I was willing to do some stuff that people didn't. Um, oh, and, and here I am now. So many scenes later, I actually should go back and count how many scenes I've done with them. And they've treated me very well. They've really picked up my career as a model and gave me some professional looks as a model you know they rebranded themselves and they're very gung-ho about the future of trans porn especially including women of size like me uh this past year was actually a very busy year for me i did a full dvd with groovy It's actually really cool. I'll probably link it down in the description below or with this post. But I was featured as a twin witch. And me and Natalie Presley, my sister, not like that. But we bareback this guy in a threesome and we had to kill him at the end. It was so cool. I 
also did a really catty as fuck. Uh, what was it? I did a scene with, what's his name? Adonis Coverture. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he was a really fun model to work with. And I did a few solos this year and I've spent pretty much most of my summer at home. It's nice to be back and create all this content for you guys. And this is why I have the podcast. I released that Assumptions YouTube video, all of these things to give you guys a little look into this enigma that is Shimitras, which is another thing I kind of want to bring up to a lot of my viewers is that I am one person. I do most of my own photos, if not all of them that aren't taken by Groovy. I do all my own photos. I do my own videos. I am a self-sufficient content creator. So that, that, that sounds like it'd be easy if you have the right things, but I've had to find the right things that fit me visually. Did you know that most cameras are meant for people that are smaller and smaller subjects in a frame? I'm not a small subject, so I've had to customize my uh, productability and what I have. I've had to search for different lenses over the past year, actually, and spend a lot of money just to find out what fits me, you know? So I thank you guys all for being very, very, very patient. In these podcasts, I kind of wanted to talk to the audience a little bit for a couple minutes and then get into my actual story, which I found a very easy questionnaire online that I could answer for you guys to get to know me a little bit better. So let's dive right in. Am I single? Hmm, very single. I like being single and being single is fun. I'm not really looking for anything. I never do. And any relationship I've been in, I've never actually found myself to be looking for a relationship in that moment. So you, you really never know with me because I, I don't really like dating. I don't like monogamy. I don't think it has good outlines. And there's so many people that get jealous and there's so many people that can't handle being in a relationship with someone like me unless, you know, something's off, something's wrong with them. Hmm. This one, who is my inspiration? This is always such a tough question. I've been asked this in interviews and I've been asked from other models, like who inspires you, girl? Like what th pushes you to be you? And my response is always me. I inspire myself. When I look in the mirror, I, I just, I just feel inspired and yeah, there's pretty people that I'm like, oh, yeah, they look good. Or, ooh, I would recreate that look. Or, wow, they're really killing it. I'm not really inspired by very many people anymore. It's more so me just carrying that boat along. Would I date a fan? <laughs> Sadly, I think all the guys I've dated are fans. Or, I don't know. <laughs> I hate these questions. They're so fucking mean. Let's see what else they have. That's kind of stupid. I'm just going to get to the meat and potatoes. You guys already know enough about me. Uh, let's talk about this story. But first, let's go ahead and read it. I love reading these. This story is probably my most talked about one. It's called Father and Son. <laughs> it's I didn't fuck these two guys together at the same time or anything, which kind of would have been hot, but incestual for them. So this guy, I we met. What was it? DC 2017. We were both at a party and he was the DJ there. And 
he said I was thick. He motioned me to come over there pretty much. He just kind of kept waving, telling me, come up, come up to the DJ booth. And I finally fucking walked my little fat ass up there and we hit things off. He got my Instagram and we talked for a hot minute. Like I said, a whole year. That's a that's a long time not to fuck somebody. But anal him. I'm in Vegas for my actual uh, little vacay with my friend Brett, actually. A little shout out to him. We were in Vegas. None of our <laughs> friends actually wanted to come with us because they didn't want to spend $20 on a Frontier ticket to come to Vegas. But I told him, I'm like, hey, I'm in town. Let's legit fuck. He was over at my hotel in less than like 30 minutes. It was insane. He's like, I just got out of the shower. Bet I'm coming. I'm coming to wreck that pussy. <laughs> we, you know, we do the nines. He eats my ass, fucks me. And I feel my soul leave a little bit every time he does. And it was just something I was missing. It was semenefi, you know, just a little chef's kiss on, on the end there. <laughs> But uh, we, we do the deed. We, we had fun or whatever. And he's in the shower. We chit chat. He leaves. And then I get a call from a client wanting to book me. And I'm like, okay, cool. What's up? I end up seeing this client. And post-session, things got a little bit freaky. And we, we did the dirty. He was hot. He was like an older guy, tall as fuck. And I'm looking at this guy thinking, you look so fucking familiar. And I can't put my finger on it. And then it hits me. Do you have a son that lives in Vegas? I described the guy that I thought was his son in a little bit more detail. And we, we get down to it. And I'm just in my head wondering, do I show this guy a video of his son plowing me to see if it's him or not? <laughs> Mind you, I'm okay with, you know, discretion. But if you don't sign an NDA, honey, I'm singing like a bird. <laughs> So this this older guy that I just saw or whatever, I shown the video of me and said son and he's not really paying attention to it. And I was like, do you know this guy? And he's like, his eyes get real big. And he just says, you can you, you can turn that off now. And I'm I'm just in my head. <laughs> I just fucked this guy's son. Oh, my God. And I just fucked my friend's dad. I, I actually couldn't stop there. After fucking both of them and seeing the look on the dad's face, I had to find out if the shit was true or not. So I contact my friend. I'm like, hey, does your dad live in Vegas? And he's like, yeah. Well, I show him a picture of his dad and he blocks me for like uh, a couple months or whatever. And he says, hey, yeah, don't talk to me or whatever, which I'm I'm fine. It's like, it's cool. You know, you're you have a family of clients or whatever, and you you both love fat bitches with dicks. It's okay. It's okay. But come lo and behold, I've actually fucked that guy like two more times. Well, each time I've been to Vegas in the last couple of years. So I actually can't wait till I see him again because he's going to do it right again. He's going to fuck his ass and we're going to have a good time. But I want to thank you guys for coming to my podcast. This is very new. This is very green to me. So it'll get better. It'll be more content. And watch out for my YouTube. Subscribe to that shit. Whatever. I'm not going to plug anything else because you guys, if you're clicking this, you already know where to find me. So thanks.